0: Saturday, November 12th in the NBA, and I'm back with my three favorite picks of the day. Yo, what's going on? My name's Austin from Calling Our Shot. Let's talk about yesterday. We had a one in three day, and we've entered a little bit of a cold spell over the last two days. Jared Allen doesn't get it done, scores, I think, 10 PRAs his first 10 minutes, only 13 is the next 25. You got Mobley and Donovan Mitchell grabbing 10 rebounds. The Suns, minus seven, yeah, never stood a chance. Marcus Smart gets into foul trouble. He never stood a chance. Our Fred Van Lee play does cash. to one in three day. Look, we've had a little bit of a cold spell. It's gonna happen. You see the record on the right side of the screen. We're up over 22 units. Our best bit of the day segment is sitting at a 75% clip. If you didn't expect a little bit of regression, then I don't know if you've ever been sports betting, but we would do a little bit of regression. I'm still confident. All these picks, I would still play them again. We just had some bad beats, the ball not bouncing our way. But I do have to remind people, you got to manage your bankroll. If I lose one pick, you can't just say, oh, I'm going to put three units on the next pick. That's not how you make money long-term. You got to manage the bankroll, set your unit size and stick to it. That's the only way you can beat the books. And we're going to continue to do that all season long. We're going to continue to make money all year long. I expect to be well above 22 units, but if you keep forcing plays, probably not going to get there over the long haul. So manage your bankroll, set your unit size, manage that. That's the only way you're going to make some money. But without further ado, we're going to dive into our three favorite picks today. If you are new, go hit that subscribe button, hit that like button too. We have a couple other videos live on the channel. Number one, our college football week 10 or week 11 best bets video already live. We have our week 10 best bets video for the NFL, as well as our parlays and player props video live yesterday go check those out. I appreciate you guys all for all your support recently. Let's get into it. All those videos will be linked in the comment in the the description down below. Our first best bet of the day. I think we've technically lost two in a row yesterday. Two days ago, we went one and one, but let's go with this guy, Joel Embiid, taking his over 27.5 points, minus 113 on FanDuel, putting one and a half units on this. And look, Joel Embiid looks to get back the best bet segment onto the winning column. And and this would be playable. I'd still play one and a half units at at 28 and a half but if it does go up to 29 and a half I'd probably drop it down to one unit or don't play it at all but let's talk about Embiid and the Sixers as they have a rematch against the Atlanta Hawks but this time they're in Philadelphia and if you look at the lines you're seeing the Sixers are three and a half point favorites and the over under is 220. now both those lines the Sixers winning and covering and two over 220 weren't even close last game the, the Sixers got blown out we saw Joel Embiid benched and we saw the starters benched and we know that long we know that because we had Tyrese Maxey's over an assist PTSD but I expect to bounce back here and I think the Sixers the books think at least they have a good chance of winning and I don't think they really have a great chance if Joel Embiid doesn't play well asking him to get 28 points might seem like a lot but obviously we saw him last year he was an absolute wagon and one of the MVP front runners obviously ended up losing it towards the end of the year but you look at that game against Atlanta Hawks just a couple days ago went south for Joel Embiid in larger part of the Sixers. He had 26 points, but he had eight turnovers, five fouls, and he got benched the last four, five minutes of the game. Exactly, basically everything that could go wrong for him did go wrong. But still, you look at the Sixers offense against the Hawks defense, it hasn't been great this year, especially on the road. It's basically Embiid, Tyrese Maxey, and Tobias Harris. The offense is going to run through Embiid. We know he's the guy that can get to the free throw line 25 times in the game if he has to, but he's probably going to attempt 10, 16 free throws. And I also look at Clint Capella's line. That Clint Capella's line hasn't changed at all. It was 20 and a half the last game. He went and had like 37 PRAs. It hasn't changed at all. So I think Clint Capella goes way under. And that probably means that they're calling fouls on Clint Capella. And we see Joel Embiid at the line a whole lot. You look at Embiid, the last six games, he's been over, then under, over, then under, over, then under this line. Oh, he went under last game. I think he's going to be doing a little bit of an over, a little bit of regression. I mean, this is the guy that's going to shoot. 18, 22 times tonight, attempt 10 to 12 free throws, maybe more in his last four against the Atlanta Hawks, 26, 23, 28 and 49 points. He obviously had great record against them in the postseason. I believe back in 2021 in June of that year, he was scoring 30 plus points at home consistently. He's that back at home. The Sixers need him to score. They need to bounce back score to win this game. I think it'd as a great night. We're trusting the process taking us over 27 and a half points. A little lofty of a number, but I'm confident in Joel Embiid getting back on track in this one, not getting a lot of turnovers, just doing what he does best, which is scoring the basketball. I also don't mind his rebounds prop if you want to look at that. Well, let's keep it moving. We're going to talk about two other props that I really do like sticking to the points props. I don't, I'm just not going back to those PRAs or rebounds and it says, just get asked people to put the ball in the basket or not if we're taking unders. But today we've got Damian Lillard of the Blazers taking his over 23 and a half points minus 117 on Caesars. Now you can play this easily up to 24 and a half. If Dame's going to hit this over, he's probably going to have a lot more than 23 and a half points, or he's going to go right under this line. But Damian Lillard averaging 28.6 points per game this year. Uh, why is the line still 23 and a half? Might feel like a trap, but they've still been setting it at 23 and a half the last couple games, and he's still been cruising over that. And they're on the road in Dallas today. Now, Dallas has historically been a pretty good team this season against point guards, but... Damian Lillard, not really your normal point guard. This is the guy that could score 24 points in one quarter. We know that out of Damian Lillard. He can get hot, and when he gets hot, this line could be done by halftime. But Lillard, over this line in four of seven games played this year, is, is a couple misses, 19 and 22 points, both against Miami. And like, yeah, only 12 and 13 field goal attempts in those two games. I know the Mavericks are a good defensive team that likely means Lillard actually has to step up a little bit more. Jeremy Grant could be in foul trouble as he probably is guarding Luka Doncic. Anthony Simons, a volume shooter, notoriously not as good on the road as he is at home, obviously on the road in Dallas today. And like I said, Damian Lillard can go out there and score 30 plus points. It wouldn't surprise anyone here. And I can sleep at night knowing I bet Damian Lillard over 23 and a half points in a buy low spot for him and he went and crushed it. Now Luka Doncic against him, He's hit this over in nine of 11 career games versus Lucas, scoring 30 plus points in all nine games that he hit the over. The other games, he missed it technically, scored 28 points, still hitting the over, and he scored 19 points in one of those games. I have full confidence Damian Lillard's going to shoot it a bunch. You look at the last game when he still managed to score like 26 points. He only scored 105. There haven't been a high-scoring team, the Blazers. There's a reason this over-under sitting at like 214 or so, but Damian Lillard, he's basically the life beat, the heartbeat of this offense for the Blazers. I think he comes out here, plays pretty well. I think he has a good day. 235 half. Look, I would take this line every single night for Damian Lillard. There's no chance this is the final line by the end of the year. You're getting a great by low spot, whether it's 23 and a half, 24 and a half. I think Dame is a pretty good game. As You know, like I said, the Mavericks are a good defensive team. Someone's going to have to score the basketball. And we know Dame, if he gets to the free throw line, he's going to knock those down. I think he actually missed four of eight free throws in his last game. Don't think he does that again. I would like Dame time. Go get it done. Take it as over 23 and a half points. Like I said, 24 and a half, perfectly fine. And my final one. Sort of a passion play, sort of a heart play, this guy on my, my shirt, Zion Williamson, taking his over 24 and a half points, minus 113 on FanDuel. I really don't expect this line to change, and if it does, I probably want not take it at 25 and a half. Zion's lines are sometimes pretty sharp, but I love this matchup for him, and Zion's arguably my favorite player to watch in the NBA, and this matchup suits him very well. Now, taking on the Rockets, they're at home, this is an over-under at 230, 231 points. Points are expected. The Rockets don't play a whole lot of defense, especially against guys driving. And you look at Houston, allowing the sixth most points per game in the paint. Yeah, that's not great. And you know where Zion takes basically 99% of his shots? are in the paint. He's actually made a couple three-pointers over his past three games, but Zion over this line, 24 and a half points in six of 10 games. Now, obviously Brandon Ingram is probably going to bounce back here. I normally have a bad track record of predicting which one has a good game. Brandon Ingram should play well, but there's plenty to go around against the Rockets, a team that could give up, you know, three 25 plus point scorers in McCollum, Ingram and Zion. And you look at last game, Zion was pretty aggressive. He only had like 14 field goal attempts, but 15 free throw attempts. He was getting to the line a lot. Now, Brandon Ingram was in foul trouble, ended up fouling out of that game, but this is a great matchup for Zion. Just driving to the hoop and just finishing over the guys in there. Now, Brandon Ingram like I said he'll get his CJ McCollum will probably bounce back although he's been struggling recently but Zion plays a lot what I like with him is he plays a lot with the second unit so Zion normally will play like the first six minutes of the game then he'll get subbed out and he normally comes in right around sometimes the two minute mark in the first quarter and then he comes out and come or and then starts the second quarter and then he also plays a lot in the fourth quarter at the beginning of it so even if this is a blowout unless it's like a 60 point blowout, we're gonna see Zion probably start the fourth quarter with the second unit, and he's probably gonna be the number one guy there. And like I said, Houston really struggling to stop guys at the rim. Six most points per game in the point. Al Pruden the guy that's probably gonna to have to provide help defense against Zion. He's allowing a 66.7% field goal percentage within six feet of the hoop. This guy is barely, he's barely even trying to contest any shots. And the only guys that have really been playing decent defense near the hoop is like Jabari Smith Jr., the rookie, but. Zion's a lot bigger than him. I don't think he can kind of contend with his muscle. And I just don't trust the Rockets to be able to stop Zion. I think they can keep this game close. I think Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. and company can keep it close. But I think Zion's just too big. I think he's just too strong. He's had 29 points in their last game. That was a game that the... The Pelicans scored 95 points. They're going to score well above 95 today. We just need Zion to get those field goal attempts, and I certainly think he will get them against the Rockets. Like I said, he can drive to the hoop. There's not a lot of help defense, and Zion might get a couple free throw attempts. He's been getting to the line a lot. As long as Brandon Ingram isn't in, you know, sorry, I'm not passing it to you mode. I think we should see Zion have a pretty good night. 25 plus points against a Rockets team that he's notoriously played pretty well against and other guys that drive for the hoop have played well against. And also he's at home. He's it's over in two of a three games at home this year. His only miss was an 11 field goal attempt game against the Warriors. Obviously a better defensive team at least you know with draymond green and whatnot then you got with the pelican or the rockets give me zion i love him I think he's a pretty good night take his over 24 and a half points those are my only three plays of the day not gonna add any plays just three point scores three guys i can sleep at night knowing I eat. i took their over in points and they hopefully got it done for us so those are my three plays now if you want in my opinion on cos hall of famer tyrese Halliburton, i actually lean his under 20 and a half points tonight but I don't disrespect a Hall of Famer like that, at least not right now, although I did consider it. But, of course, time to shout out some COS All-Stars. I appreciate you guys all for the support. We can't do it without you guys. If you want to become an All-Star, go click the Join button on the channel down below. get our plays early. You get shouted out in the video. We have a couple new ones today. We got Alan. We got Mojo FN We got Misha. We got Larry. We got Hoa. We got Steve. We got Blue Chip Hoops. We got Jesse. We got Peter. We got Eric. We got Tazia. Tazia. We got Rocco 322, Yanoah De Guzman. We got Jacob, Jacob. Who knows? Jaden Bartos, Jc Gogas. Casey, Joanne, and Tyler. Thank you guys all so much for the support. We can't do it without you guys. We really can't. So thank you guys all. We're going to bounce back. Don't worry about a couple losing days, two in a row. It's not going to worry about at the end of the year. We're going to dive back in, bounce back today. Promise you that. Three reminders. those couple videos all up on the screen. Parlays and player props. Week 10, best bets for NFL. And week 11, best bets for college football. They're all on the screen. Go check them out. I certainly would appreciate it. See you in those videos. We might have a video later today for for more NFL plays. We'll see about that. See you guys in the next one. Peace out